Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by BetMGM. I just saw this, Zach. Wayne Gretzky has joined the BetMGM team, so that's positive. So I wanted to give them oh, a hey, shout we, out there. The, the great, great one, one. Is, is one of us. That's right. That's right. We're on the same team as Wayne Gretzky. Anyway, I never lost- thought that I would say that in my <laughs> life, but that feels damn good. That's right. Shout out to BetMGM. Uh, I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over the social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. Uh, we are Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Let's thank our sponsors. Can they make it happen for our show? And they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at renterswarehouse.com. Man, do the Pulse of Fitness. One 15-minute workout equals uh, five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. Wilson County Hyundai, if you need a new car, head out to see them in Lebanon at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Calvin and Subtle for your brand new hardwood floors and finishings at calvinandsubtle.com and the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So, Zach, well, speaking of Bone and Joint, we've we've done a doc talk segment about both these guys, Jadavian Clowney with his sports hernia and Bud Dupree with his ACL surgery and rehab that he is going through. But so, you know, you scour the internet. We scour the internet. That's part of the job of trying to find what people are talking about uh, each morning to, of what we should talk about each morning. And I come across ESPN.com's articles of the top 25 positional upgrades of this NFL offseason. And I you know, click on it. Uh, I, I immediately see J.J. Watt upgrade over pass rusher Zach Allen of the Cardinals. And I immediately go, oh boy, we're about to be in for a long list. Because if J.J. Watt is the most impactful upgrade at, at that position this offseason, then Mike Clay of ESPN is pandering towards uh, the big, uh, you know, let's just say simple thinking NFL audience. Because that is what this list goes into. Now, second on the list is Matt Stafford upgrading over Jared Goff, which should absolutely be number one yeah. because it's the quarterback, right? <laughs> Let's the, talk but, about that for a second. Yeah, it, How it, can yeah. he get that completely wrong? I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't understand. Like, if you're talking about, like, like we, we talked about the power rankings yesterday, Zach, and somebody asked, why are the Rams fourth? And the Rams are fourth because Matt Stafford's the quarterback, not J.J. Watt. Like, I don't think J.J. Watt, had anything to do with the Cardinals being 11th. That's all about Kyler Murray and his continued progression going into his third year as an NFL quarterback. But we digress. Well, no, let me say one thing about the LA Rams that we didn't talk about yesterday. They also have two of the best defensive players in the league in Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald being the best. Their defense is good. They just needed that offense to put them over the hump, get Cooper Cup healthy, get some players around him, Cam Akers kind of come into his own. That's the reason. I understand why the Rams are fourth. I don't understand why J.J. Watt is over Matthew Stafford, but that is what it is. Right, so I start and (laughs) Well, no, so then what was the next thing I said? After you told me that J.J. Watt was number one, I go, where's Bud Dupree? Yeah, yeah. So I st- as Zach and I are on the phone, and I'm scrolling down this article, the top 25 positional upgrades of this offseason, I keep scrolling. I don't find Bud Dupree. I continue to scroll. I get to number 20, and I go, huh, there's Clowney replacing Olivier Vernon. I keep scrolling. There's no Bud Dupree upgrading the Titans pass rush on this list of the top 25 positional upgrades this offseason. Then 
There's a list of over 10 honorable mentions. There's no Bud Dupree. Like Shaquille Griffin uh, replacing Sidney Jones for the Jags is an upgrade, is, is, is an honorable mention. Corey Davis replacing Rashad Perriman for the Jets is an honorable mention upgrade. But Bud Dupree did not crack the top 25 upgrades, nor did he crack the next dozen of honorable mentions. And I'm sitting here going like, what the hell? What like what? What is actually happening with Mike Clay and the football that he watched last year? But but Jared says this. He says y'all should be used to this by now. Media forgets about uh, the Titans consistently. I I know, but no, I think he got it right. They forgot. I think this was a complete brain fart. This was a miscue. A if you would have reminded Mike Clay today. Oh, what about Bud Dupree? He would have been, I think he would have said, oh, damn, I forgot about Bud Dupree. Yeah. Your job is to go through the entire NFL and write a good, tangible article that brings good facts and opinion, and you forget about, I would say, I mean, going into free agency, he was a top four free agent, and he was replacing what Jadeveon Clowney, another big name, was. Now, I don't understand. I'm, I'm starting to lose why Jadeveon Clowney is a big name. But I, I, I get it. I also am confused by it. I just, I think this is ES, yeah. This is a Mike Clay brain fart. Oh, and I, I hope that's it. Because if, if he actually doesn't believe in Bud Dupree being an upgrade over what the Titans had last year, then he wasn't watching what the Titans had last year at that position. Because the whole point of the Titans going and giving Bud Dupree a five-year, 80-plus million-dollar contract was to upgrade their non-existent pass rush. The Tennessee Titans uh, set the record for the least amount of sacks in a season by a team that made the playoffs last year. And they said, we got to fix the pass rush. We're going to go out there and sign Bud Dupree to a big contract to upgrade over what Clowney, Vic Beasley, and everybody else uh, Brooks Reed and his hair and Tuzar Skipper and, and Derek Roberson could not do. Dom says he forgot sh it's sheer laziness and incomplete job of reporting. So I mentioned 12 honorable mentions. There are 15 honorable mentions after I've counted them up. So he does not think Bud Dupree is a top 40 positional upgrade this offseason. He forgot. And the love of the show, I'm dishing it out early, goes to Jason Lloyd. This is like the time Gangster's Paradise was left off the top 100 <laughs> songs list of the 1990s by MTV. It is uh. shameful. Jason, for that, you are getting the love of the show because that encompasses exactly what this is. It's not the biggest deal in the world, but it is a shameful deal. No doubt. So I've got stats. I, I I just want to go through. We're about to get you guys even more involved, of the, although the comments are already strong uh, this morning. But, yeah, Mike Clay completely forgetting about Bud Dupree and how bad that is. I'm just going to come with a few stats just to, to show how bad of a job this was by Mike Clay. But first, let me tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Uh, you have to know who to trust and where to go whenever you get hurt. That injury in life, it always comes out of the blue. And you have to know who to go to, who to trust with your recovery. And the Bone & Joint Institute can take care of you every step of the process. The clinics, 
the testing, the surgery center, the rehab, it's all right there in one building hosted by the same people who will take care of you from start to finish and beyond. Boneandjointtn.org. It is eSports. Don't forget BetMGM. They are now Big Wayne Gretzky, the great one, is now part of the team. You love to see that. <laughs> BetMGM, use that promo code and download the app today. They, It's a great app. It's my favorite app. It literally is. Yeah. I'm on it every day. I'm trying to win some cash. I'm red hot. I, I, I hit a speed bump last night, but I, overall I've been red hot thanks to BetMGM putting money back into my pocket and paying for my next vacation to the Windy City, Chi-Town. Oh. Thank you, BetMGM, for paying for my 4th of July extravaganza to Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> that is on BetMGM for the thousand bones that I'm up currently after the 2,000 they've paid me. This is my strategy. BetMGM will pay me to take vacations, hopefully, for the rest of my life. That's a good deal right there. All right, A to Z Sports. Uh, we're t- discussing the top 25 positional upgrades from this offseason in the NFL done by Mike Clay of ESPN.com. And I'll throw this graphic up here. This is Clowney last year in a Titans uniform in one of the eight games he played for the Titans against the Bills in one of the eight games in which he did not have a sack for the Titans. So number 20 on the list for positional upgrades for Mike Clay, the Browns, Edge, Clowney replaces Olivier Vernon. Olivier Vernon last year for the Browns had nine sacks. And then Mike Clay takes this a step further and actually decides to come up with a stat projection for Clowney this year. Oh, don't know. Like, like Jadavian Clowney had zero sacks in eight games last year. He shut himself down uh, because he tore his meniscus in one of his knees and did not finish the rest of the year. He had zero sacks. Mike Clay's actually sticking his neck out there and projecting 6.4 sacks for Clowney this year. Zach. Jadavian Clowney, the last two years, in 2019 and 2020, has a combined three sacks. Three sacks in the last two years. Mike Clay thinks he's going to double his production over the last two years with his new team. So let's just compare that. So three sacks for Clowney the last two years in in the same time. And Bud Dupree missed five games last year with injuries. Bud Dupree's eight sacks last year combined with his sacks the previous year. He has 19 and a half sacks over the last two years to Clowney's three. Maybe you can just say Clowney's having a bad couple of years after leaving the Houston Texans. Let's just go the last four years. Jadavian Clowney, the last four seasons, has 21 and a half sacks to Bud Dupree's 31 sacks. It's just like, I, I don't, when you look at the Titans' pass rush, and see how incompetent they were a year ago, and you go sign a guy who had eight sacks in 11 games before he hurt his knee, and don't think that's a positional upgrade, you're you're lost. Woo, 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 woo. We have a response from Mike Clay. Oh, oh. The question wow. was, we put out on Twitter, hey, that Clay finally does say, did Mike Clay completely forget about Bud Dupree in his list? Mike Clay at Mike Clay NFL. And I followed Mike Clay for a long time. He used to work for Pro Football Focus, I believe. Like back in the day, he was a fantasy guy. And he has risen up the ranks. He signed with ESPN years ago. Like uh, he's got a ton of followers. So cheers to to climbing the ladder of Mike Clay. Mike Clay responds to the question, did Mike Clay completely forget about Bud Dupree? He simply tweets back at A to Z Sports, no. Period. No, period. So not only did Mike Clay respond to us, he responded to us with sass. 
So, two follow-up questions. How much sass did Mike Clay have in that response? And then two, did Mike Clay completely forget about how ineffective Clowney and Vic Beasley were for the Titans last year? I think the latter. He, I think what we should do is compose a tweet in response. All right, all right. I'm ready. saying, I'm, and this is a group. This is an A to Z group. Yeah, I've got the, the tweet open, so let's work on this together. As I think the tweet should say something to the effect of, how was Clowney's stats compared to Bud Dupree, right? Like, something needs to well, exemplify the upgrade of Bud Dupree over Clowney and or Vic Beasley. Let's keep this uh, consistent. So we asked, did Mike Clay completely forget about Bud Dupree? Let's make it, did Mike Clay completely forget about how in unproductive Clowney and Beasley were last season for the Titans. How's that? Okay. I think so. Well, he, uh, yeah, because he didn't look at Clowney's last season. He looked at the projection. This is what I think that most national media cry about Jadevian Clowney is in Seattle, wasn't a sack guy, right? That's not what he was good against the run. He was good at pass rusher. And the Titans, what I think they're going to say, injury derailed his season, and he got to the quarterback. He just couldn't take down the quarterback, right? They're going to bring up his pressures. And I think the argument is, I would assume from Mike Clay, is that Bud Dupree is not that big of an upgrade over GW on Clowney because people think Clowney is better than he actually is. Yeah, yeah. He you says... I think you have a point. And Ronnie says Mike Clay equals, you know, ass clown. I, I'm not going that far. I just think he forgot, which he said he didn't forget, which I don't know how that makes me feel. But saying that. I'm, no, I'm glad he responded, though, no, right? I am, too. And ho we'll see if uh, it would be great if Mike Clay joins the chat and we can just hash this out uh, here. Him we got almost 300 people in the chat right now. So, like, you, he could be in there. Mike, you there? Uh, I feel like if Mike was there, he would announce himself because he responded to his tweet. He's not running for this, honestly. He's not running from it. So that's fine. I'm I, glad he responded to the My tweet final quickly. answer is I think that national media thinks Jadevian Clowney is better than he actually is. And yeah, I, I think that I think that's been the case for Jadevian Clowney. Look, I think we all fell into that that realm last year prior to him signing with the Tennessee Titans. But I, I think that's been kind of Clowney's career is that just, he's he's been – people think he's better than he actually is. And Titans for Life says, Austin, he simply believes Clowney is better than Dupree. And if that's his opinion, I, I can't do anything against that. That's his opinion. And he is – you know, I can disagree with it, and that's all I can do. But we watched Judavian Clowney last year with the Tennessee Titans. We saw how Clowney was freelancing – his commitment to the team was lackluster in the way he was not practicing, the way he was not playing within the scheme. And so I think that's got to go into this because everything you've heard, anybody's heard about Bud Dupree joining the Titans is how good this guy is going to be in the locker room and how committed he's going to be to the overall team where Clowney was just there for a pit stop to get a bigger contract after the fact. How 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 much does okay Mike Clay responds? Right. Boom goes the dynamite. We got new information, baby. We got brand new information. Mike Clay responds says I use more than raw sack totals to evaluate players. Ooh, as an objective onlooker would, totally. which is laid out in the piece. 
I no, I mean that yes, I we've we talked all last year about how sacks are not the only way and should not be the only way to look at product uh, production when it comes to pass rushers. Jeffrey Simmons is way better than his sacks. Jeffrey Simmons is not a pass rusher, but looking at what Bud Dupree does, like Bud Dupree, look at the Steelers defense it, after Bud Dupree got hurt. They had a complete drop off. Bud Dupree does a lot more than Judavian Clowney does. Judavian Clowney jumps holes and guesses, leaving his teammates out to dry behind him. And he did that over the, the course of eight games last year. There were only a couple times that Clowney made nice plays. Uh, and the Jags, the Jacksonville Jaguars left Clowney unblocked in week two for a reason because they did not view him as that much of a threat to impact the, the, the play. And also, let's look at what the market thinks as well. Bud Dupree compared to Jadeveon Clowney. Jadeveon Clowney is getting paid, as Austin well knows, just over $7 million. Bud Dupree's getting 17. So he's almost double the worth and value of Clowney in the eyes of general managers in general. Because Bud Dupree was a highly sought-after free agent. There was a bidding war that went on this free agency period, and the Titans won out. Maybe they paid a little bit more, but not $10 million more. I mean, th that's the difference. Also, a five-year contract compared to Clowney. I don't think, I don't know whether he, why he's just picking and choosing one-year deals, but he hasn't been reliable enough to get a long-term contract for not only his age, but his productivity. Mm -hmm. We're not looking at sacks. I, I understand where Mike Clay's coming from. But we're looking at the overall spectrum of both of these players and the upgrade from one to the other, not even being on the list. Yeah. And, and I think the other thing that, I'll be honest, I criticize very much Mike Clay, the honorable mention of, he put Corey Davis in there as an honorable mention, and you won't even put Bud Dupree, who just signed an $8 million or an $82 million five-year deal. Ah, ah. So, so here's my next tweet to Mike Clay. I, I want to make sure I check it with you, Zach, in the chat to make sure this is a good response because we're doing this as a team, right? So I'm responding to Mike Clay says, I use more than raw sack totals to evaluate players as any objective onlooker would, which is laid out in the piece. I say, that's fair. But when discussing positional upgrades – Dupree greater than Clowney slash Beasley slash Titans edge rushers has to make the list based on how bad that pass rush was last year. Not even an honorable mention for the top 40 upgrades. Is that, is that a good response to my yes, play? I okay. think that is a great response. This is a battle. A to Z having live conversations. This is why I love video. This is why I want twitterspat.com to be Here, Here's yeah, here's the crazy like tell us you don't watch the Titans uh without telling us you don't watch the Titans. <laughs> like, that's what this is right now. You uh, putting by putting Corey Davis on the list no, because you, he's a jet. You know who else is on this? You know who's actually higher than Clowney on this list? Adoree Jackson. Adoree Jackson, 13th. And Adoree Jackson was bad last year. I think Adoree Jackson is way better than what he showed in the four games he played uh, last season for the Titans because of the injury. I, I don't, I don't judge Adoree Jackson based off last year, but you know the fact that Bud Dupree, who had a really good year last year before an injury, is not on this list when Jadavian Clowney and Adoree Jackson, who had bad years with injury, are 
it doesn't make sense to me. It it doesn't make sense. I think this is a great response. This it, it, it this is when you compose a tweet when you're in a debate between somebody, and you, he's brought some factual information based on he, he's not recording sacks against which what, is fair, and and that he, he absolutely should, and he absolutely should. It still doesn't check out in my opinion, and it doesn't check out because he has an honorable mention section. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. And two if he forward- didn't have the honorable mention section, maybe Bud Dupree was just right at the cut. But he tells us that the people who didn't make the cut are here. And Bud Dupree, the 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 pass rush in general for the Tennessee Titans, they were bottom five in sacks. And I know we're not basing it all on sacks, but we're also basing it on a the entire productivity of the defensive line. Yes, yes. The pass and that, rush and that takes eyes. And here's the difference. I I know it's a tough job to watch all the NFL football games, but damn, I do it. You can do it. It can be done. If you're paid to do it, then you should do it. Right? It is a job. And I I think it's just just like the Titans' god-awful pass rush helped them break history for the worst third-down defense since they started keeping stats on third-down defense. Yeah, and – I, Austin, I think you had, and Caleb reiterates it. I think, and this is not getting in a, a spat yet. Maybe if there's some clapback, but I do think this is the drop the mic tweet to end the conversation. If you got to have things in your holster, right? Sure, sure. I think that's in your holster. If, in fact, you know, he comes back with, or, or he may relinquish and be like, look, I was wrong. Now, this is Twitter, and that never happens, but we can all dream. Right. Uh, Lonzo says, Austin watches too much TikTok. I don't have the TikTok app downloaded, and I never have. And so the only TikToks I watch are the ones that Zach texts me. And that's, yeah, wrong, I, wrong, wrong co-host. Wrong guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, wrong I don't guy. do TikToks. We were actually talking about this side note. We were talking about this over the weekend. I went with uh, to, to Asheville, North Carolina. You, there's there's three couples, right? So it was, a, it was just like a couple's trip, whatever. If and none of us did this, but because we're all like 30s, 20 or late 20s, early 30s. If you we had to stop and do TikToks throughout the weekend, yeah, I may kill myself. Yeah, yeah, I'm not like, about. Hey, I'm Austin, not about- hey, hey, come up, get a dance going. Let, let's just. Do, I, I would say no, and I may politely ask to be removed. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. All but right, is, good entertainment. Yes, it's just not not something that I'm gonna uh, do. All right, so we will move forward uh, now as we keep an eye on uh, a Mike Clay response to our latest response, uh, where we said uh, when discussing positional upgrades, Dupree's greater than Clowney, Beasley, and Titans edge guys has to make the list based on how bad that pass rush was last year. Not even an honorable mention in the top 40 upgrades. So we have to uh, wait for Mike Clay's response on that. As we do that, we will move forward with our show and ask this question. Zach brought this up pre-show. Why do the Browns get more national attention than the Titans? It's a, it's a pretty blanket question, but why do the Browns get more national attention than the Tennessee Titans? But first, Zach, tell everybody about Calvin and Subtle. I am. Uh, I, I'll, do, I'll, I'll have you do a little recon. Dive in more. Let's not say anything, okay. but see if you can find what old what D Good is saying in the chat. What's and D-Good I'll, I'll leave it at that. 
I'll leave it at that. Oh, I have but to go look at it. Let's let's go find and do some research to see if we can. Maybe we got a, a, a if we get a double woo woo woo. If we get a double one of those sh- shows, then that's that's big. The one thing I can tell you about, I'm going. I'm going to the hardwood, Austin. I've got to. I got to go to the hardwood, and I got to go to Calvin and Subtle. 615-448-6414 or online at calvinandsubtle.com. This is their Rivoli. Knock on wood if you're with me. Oh, everybody's with me. I heard it. Your, uh, your wife's going to be with you to install this brand-new hardwood floor, redo your kitchen, upgrade your home, at an effective cost, and it's easy. Once you pick out your perfect hardwood floor, maybe it is this Rivoli, holy Rivoli, that's what you're going to be saying once you get your brand-new kitchen. 615-448-6414, once you pick out your perfect hardwood floor, one to two weeks, they're going to order the material and install. Bang, 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 that quick. CalvinandSubtle.com, trusted right here in Middle Tennessee. All right, A to Z Sports, we are powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books, who just added the great one earlier today, Wayne Gretzky, a part of the team, like we mentioned. But how about this? If you have yet to download the BetMGM app, one, you know you need to get with it. Two, how about you get with it today and you help make some money. Today, when you download the BetMGM app, use this code, ATOZ100. That's ATOZ100 when you sign up a $1 Moneyline wager on the Grizz or Jazz wins you $100 if either team hits a three-point shot. They're going to hit a three-point shot. That's This is the best intro deal you could possibly find. And with ATOZ100, a $1 Moneyline wager wins you $100 if the Grizz or Jazz hit a three-point shot. So check that out. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older. Must be present in Tennessee and for gambling problem support. Call the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. That's so, an easy way. No, shout out to Devin K on, on YouTube. He commented yeah. earlier that he was going to download the BetMGM app today. That's a promo code you can use, ATOZ100. You basically, you wager, you get $99. All right. All right. So we've got several updates. You asked me to go do some research on something a, a commenter said. I have done that, and we have gotten a response uh, from Mike Clay. So this has just been the Mike Clay thread show. <laughs> I love the interaction. I mean, again, I was jumping on in the show, but I, I, I get it. Well, he's probably a busy man. I understand you didn't have time to jump in our Twitter live show. That's okay. But so here's what I was, I said, when discussing positional upgrades, do pre greater than Clowney Beasley Titans edge guys has to make the list based on how bad that pass rush was last year. Not even an honorable mention in the top 40 upgrades. His response is I don't view Dupree as an upgrade on Clowney. It's really that simple. We could get into semantics, but that was the purpose of the article. We're not look. We're looking forward, not back. Clowney is out. Dupree is in. So he is basically just saying I'm done with you guys for the day. <laughs> but he does not view Dupree as an upgrade on Jadavian Clowney. And that's what we originally thought. And that is irresponsibly incorrect <laughs> but it's it's okay it's one man's opinion but i think we need to go to mike clay doesn't watch the titans because he would know if he watched the titans last year especially we're going from one year to another that's the basis of the entire article i know we're moving forward but the basis of the entire article is yeah. looking back to move forward you what? have to look back and understand what your past is to go forward for your future. When you're and talking, if you don't about- understand the 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 yeah the player of Jadeveon Clowney, you're not going to know how good 
Bud Dupree and how much better he is than Clowney. Right, right. And so Dom just says, wow. So he copped out on the debate. Yes, but that's okay. I just responded simply with understood, appreciate the dialogue. Look, he made our show more fun today. So that's I don't, if he would have snapped back with some attitude, I think you go with the TikTok closer. Yeah, but, but I don't. It's, that, it's, but no, it didn't get yeah, to that point. Yeah, that that was just in your holster. Right. So anyway, look, appreciate Mike Clay for the conversation this morning. Uh, I think it was a good one. I think it was productive. Vimo says, rip Mike Clay's mentions <laughs> Titans Twitter. Well, we, did, we didn't do that. We didn't like it's it's begun quote though. tweet him. It's begun. It's like Steven has already slid into his his mentions. Tommy and Davidson have already started. So you guys are already getting after Mike Clay in response <laughs> to our to our uh, back and forth there. So you know, we'll let you guys do whatever you guys feel like you want to do. But uh, that's that's the end of that discussion. So do we want to stick with our Browns conversation or do you want the Julio update? I want the Julio update and then I want to get to our Browns conversation because I, 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 I had a good response from real Nick Wright. I thought that uh, that was – he's got a really good – response to the question about Browns versus Titans, but give us the Julio update. Nick Wright, like from Fox Sports? No, he is the real oh, Nick Wright, okay. not Nick Wright. That's fine. I, I was kind of like worried that Nick Wright was like infiltrating our business, and I don't want that to happen. So the update from... Big Chiefs fan, I hear. Yeah, the Julio Jones update is uh, ESPN NFL insider Kimberly Morton said on Get Up earlier this morning that she knows, quote, for a fact the Ravens and Rams are no longer pursuing Julio Jones. Well, we knew the Rams. That had been reported, so thank you for your service. The Ravens, I thought were a long shot, but it is new information. So one of the two, that's new info. Yeah, so Ravens and Rams are out and no longer pursuing Julio Jones. Uh, Martin, I'm reading from Bleacher Report's article about this uh, because this was said on ESPN's Get Up this morning. Martin also said she heard the Titans are strong contenders for Jones, adding that most of the people she has spoken with expect Jones will, quote, probably, end quote, get traded to Tennessee. Ooh, me likey, me likey. Oh, quick update. Percentage change. Woo, woo, woo. Percentage change. I was at seven. Oh, I was at 51. And then I moved up to, I believe, 75%. Were you yesterday at 75? Yeah, I was high. I I was high. I, I Again, I've had this trend. I'll, I'll bump up from that small report. I'm going to go from 75. I'll go 77. For Lawan, you brought seventy-seven so percent to troll Lawan a little bit. He's been he's been jockeying for Julio. He, sure. he, he was in the training room yesterday with AJ. I, I, I'm seventy-seven percent chance that the Titans get Julio Jones in a trade I'll, this week. I'll go as far as say this week because I think it will happen pretty quickly. The quicker it happens for the Titans, the better. The longer it lay, lays out, I think that worsens the chances uh yeah you're you're carrying the high from Asheville back to Nashville apparently right that's a pretty high city right uh yes correct <laughs> that's Lee, all I'll say yes correct that Lee is Hobbs correct. says that you were at 71 percent yesterday okay 71 to 77 so up six you are correct because I went 51 to 71 thank you for holding me accountable yep, I'm at yep. 77 currently but we're trending up I do believe the Titans will attain Julio Jones they have to. Yeah, we talked about that. They have to. 
Josh Reynolds and the other guys, I, Ikea, I don't know if he's going to put it all together this year. Nick Westbrook, Ikea. I, I, the other guys that they have, I, I don't know, Des Fitzpatrick, Racy McMath. I, I don't you know think they're going to give you what Johnson, you need. You know what I think Marcus Johnson and Fred Brown guy? No, 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 I'm not. Now, not yeah, to I mean, win a Super Bowl. Maybe to get third place in the AFC South. The Titans, I don't think that's going to happen. I, but the, with those guys, you yeah, probably get third place. In the I AFC mean, South. the Texans are really bad. And the well, that's Jags why I said third. Are really I, said. Young. I, I did so, say third. Well, I, maybe second in the AFC South. I, I think that's kind of the floor for the Titans this year. Hey, don't doubt that's Tebow and Lawrence. The Lawrence-Tebow connection could come at you hot. Well, I also saw my favorite ESPN basement writer, Bill Barnwell, this morning. Uh, I saw where he has Julio Jones going to the Jags uh, for no other reason besides that the Jags have uh, cap space in a rookie quarterback contract. And I thought that was just like, where are you getting this from? Like, you're not even playing the reporting game. Like, you're just pulling stuff out of your rear end. Yeah, that guy. That you know guy. where he got it from. Yeah, Bill Barnwell is just drinking his rock star energy drinks down in his basement coming up with uh, things that will never happen in the NFL in long lists. So uh, anyway, uh, I digress. So I guess, you know, you upgraded your percentage. I'll upgrade my percentage. So the new information is that Kimberly Martin of ESPN on Get Up This Morning is saying that the Rams and Ravens are out and no longer pursuing Julio Jones. She also says everyone she's talked to around the league says Julio Jones will, quote, probably, end quote, be traded to Tennessee. Here comes Mike Clay again. Mike Clay's back. Mike oh. Clay has responded, and he Mike says... See, see, here's the thing. Mike Clay is now responding to you guys who are going after Mike Clay and his mentions. Right, and and Clay resp or Mike Clay responds, Clowney was double-teamed twice as often as Bud Dupree and still had a significantly better pass rush win rate. And, and look, Mike Clay's going to go back to his his stats and his analytics and that kind of thing. But I I know when I watched Clowney play last year that Judavian Clowney was making things harder for the Titans defense more than he was making things easier. I do agree. Uh, I, let's get to the question. I, I Look, I, we're going back and forth. We're doing a lot of things. We're multitasking, which I'm proud of. We are but, We are just disrupting Mike Clay's morning. Right. I, I do. I think this is a good answer for the question that we, we put out there. Why do the Browns get more national attention than the Titans? I think that that, put, that came into play for this article. But real Nick Wright, not Nick Wright, but the real Nick Wright, says the media uses two factors to determine mainstream teams how old the franchise is, and if you've won a ship. I don't disagree with the real Nick Wright on Periscope or Twitter. But I, when discussing the Browns, that does not apply. Well, I, I think you could also say that, and I, I saw this earlier, and Joe Dan brings it up, people love to watch them consistently suck. Oh, the, the Cleveland Browns are the car wreck on the interstate that we all rubberneck to watch. Right, but like Cleveland's a small market. Cleveland's I, look, I, not really a small market. It, Cleveland is comparative, a comparative to, to Dallas and LA and well, New York. Yes, it okay. is. Yeah, but the Browns are not considered a small market NFL team because of their history. Their, but that's what that's what we're that's what we're talking about. Is that's crap? Who cares? Right, right. Like I don't care how old you are. You you you, you left. You. 
they moved it's in the it, night well i know but and then the, they then uh, they had to come back in 94 right like yeah. it's not the like the premier they can't go to a super bowl they get beat by john elway most of the time all the time most of the time so I, they can't they couldn't find a quarterback for years and now they find baker mayfield which we'll talk about here very shortly and baker mayfield you know cerebral off-field player i know he's on the progressive commercials like you know the cleveland stadiums his house haha wife haha but overall not that great of a quarterback well uh, we'll get to that in a second but like i i think the browns the browns get attention because their fan base i kind of and it's ironic because the owner of the cleveland browns is a haslam and the biggest booster for the vols is the, is the same guy and the Browns kind of get the Vols treatment or the Vols get the Browns treatment. Whenever it's, you know, if you're in media, you can take advantage of a rabid fan base that will react to anything. And the Browns fans are that just like the Vols are, right? Like how many times have we talked about national media going after the Vols just because they know they're going to get a rise in a Vol fans which is going to do better for their traffic. I think Browns fans are similar. Their passion level is insanely high. Their numbers are huge. They are a massive fan base, and they are a hungry, desperate fan base, which means they can get more attention out of them when media talks about them. Yeah, but that tends to make mistakes, like we've talked about. Today. I'm not talking about winning. Because the question is about national attention. Well, winning does get, matter into that, but yes, I understand. Right, what but you're the saying. Browns get national attention because they do all these things in the offseason that should translate to wins, but it doesn't. So it goes in the roller coaster of Browns fans get excited every offseason, Browns fans lose week one. Like they have not won a week one game in over 16 years. They tied a couple of years ago, but they have not won a week one game. So it's just a it's a drama show. It's it's what the Browns are, which is why they get more attention. And I think good two good comments from Gregor Man says the Browns are back every year. And also he goes on to say the Browns get stars, UT gets big recruits, neither work out. Right. I, I mean that that I think is a great statement. The Browns getting more stars as of late. You know, we lose sight. Odell Beckham Jr. plays for their team, which completely gets lost. Jarvis Landry is a good quality wide receiver. The Titans would love to have Jarvis Landry uh, aside A.J. Brown. Miles Garrett, you may argue, is the best pass rusher. I know Aaron Donald is the best defensive player, but he's the best outside pass rusher in the league. He is number one. And I don't think anybody else is close as far as outside linebackers or outside pass rushers. Nobody's close to Miles Garrett. He's the best. So you have all of these things. Nick Chubb is a top five running back or top 10 at least. I would say top 10, right? His injuries have kind of derailed some things, but he's consistently good. They had Joe Thomas, who's the best. Like, I know he's gone, gone, but like the, they have the stars as we've referenced and they have nothing to show for. Them. The Titans at least have something to show for it. They went to an AFC championship game. Right. But again, the Titans, and you guys are passionate. You guys watch our show all the time and have good comments. You guys are passionate. 
but you're just there's not enough of you guys right now because the team's only been around for 20 years. The so, brand so it goes back to the real Nick Wright's comment, which is longevity of a franchise does matter yeah, and yeah. and influence national coverage. Well, because you're just starting to get second generation Titans fans. Like that's just starting to happen. The Titans move, the Titans became the Titans when I was nine. I am now 31. A lot of people that are my age now have young kids. And so they are starting to create the second generation of the fan base. That's fair. I, I think that uh, being from Nashville, growing up, born and raised here, I, I maybe it's a little skewed because you don't feel it, right? I didn't grow up in Cleveland or in Green Bay or in some of these other cities that, like Boston, who's had the New England Patriots, like they remember the 85 Bears because they got beaten the Super Bowl, right? Like that does hold some more weight in the fan base. But I mean, the Browns, I, I guess I just don't get it because it's Cleveland. Yeah. Rob brings up another topic. Wait till baseball gets to Nashville. And I, that's why I've never been on the side of baseball would do well in Nashville because everybody and their dads and grandfathers have been fans of the Braves, Cardinals, or Reds for generations. Well, so. It, Nashville would be what would get what team? The Rays. The Rays would be the Rays. They'd be the same thing they're in Tampa as they are in Nashville. It yeah. only would take a championship run, which the Rays have had those, right? I mean, they were in the World Series last year, which is crazy. Is that last but, year? Yeah, they got they lost to the Dodgers, I believe. Ah, I, I know the Dodgers won, but the Rays were in it. And the Rays have been the, the David Price. You remember David Price, Nashville? There's your reference. I mean, he played for the Rays at one point. Evan Longoria was a big hit at one point, the, but nobody remembers that because it's Tampa, and nobody's going to remember that because it's Nashville. So they're just recreating, which I get. You're not going to move to a market that already has like a stable baseball fan because they already have ba a baseball team. You can't have two two cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, like, well, Greg says there's no chance I'll switch from the Cardinals to Nashville. There's no chance because his, his roots are too deep in the Cardinals, as Rob brings up. Fans are too deep into the Braves. I mean, they might care second, but they're never going to be top tier. And they're probably going to have some phony-ass name like the Nashville gu Guitar Strings. And like... Uh, you, like the sounds? <laughs> well, you, they can't do the sounds, right? I know, like I know, I know. Well, but I, the sounds the same thing. The stars? I guess it would be the stars. Which was an old um, Nashville, Nashville Stars. The that Nashville. actually, I, I'm okay with the Nashville Stars. It's simple. It's not overdone. It's not the Nashville guitar picks. Uh, you know, the piano keys. The Nashville keys. No, because you, 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 everybody gets their keys right yeah. when when the when they win. Now we're now we're creating some good marketing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Louis says the, the tuning pegs. All right, A to Z Sports. Here live. Let's get no. back to what we we it's it's the Nashville Hotcocks. We've oh. already done this. We just didn't realize it. It should be the Nashville Hotcocks. What was and that? They should have what live that? chickens That's instead that was, of uh, a bullpen. They have a chicken coop. I thought that was a uh, uh, an in, in indoor football team. It is, but it can be transferable. <laughs> it's the Nashville Hotcocks live in your city. Uh, props to DJ for being a long time uh, with us because DJ knows a, if you know, you know, that was a deep pull from DJ of the Nashville Hotcocks. Uh, Cause Dom, Dom who's been around for a while. has no idea what the hell we're talking about. DJ knows. 
All it's right, a whole it is- marketing plan based around the new team, the Nashville Hotcocks. Instead of a bullpen, they've got a chicken coop, and there is marketing surrounded by the the hens lay the eggs. You get to eat the eggs that they lay. It is a whole marketing thing, and you could you could have egg uh, sunny side up egg on your hot chicken like a breakfast for a, for maybe a midday game starting at eleven a.m. It's it, it, it's deep, but it starts with the Nashville Hotcocks. I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens if if Nashville's got to get a, t- a team first, but that's a different story. Okay. Zach, we had a quick conversation yesterday that we said, time out, let's hold this for later in the show or later in the week. And that was about Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson because we threw this graphic up on the screen where this is ESPN.com's power rankings from uh, two weeks ago where the Browns are seventh and the Ravens are sixth. I said I would move the Browns ahead of the Ravens. And then we started talking a little bit about Lamar Jackson and Baker Mayfield but now let's do it a lot of it. Who would you rather have at quarterback this year? Baker Mayfield or Lamar Jackson? Who would you rather have at quarterback this year? Baker Mayfield or Lamar Jackson? But first, let me tell you guys about Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness. One 15-minute workout at Mandu. Simulates five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout, is absolutely free. It's full-body electronic muscle stimulation. It is a legit, real workout. It is fantastic. It's easy on your joints. It puts all that work on your muscles to help you build strength, build muscle, and burn that hard-to-target body fat out of here. If you want to achieve your fitness goals this year, go to mandu.com. Your first workout is free. Give it a shot. It's 15 minutes. You might as well try it. Mandu.com. This is an argument that I am uh, very, very interested and excited to to do with Austin and and the chat. I think it's going to be more me in the chat versus Austin, but uh, the chat should download the BetMGM app. They are the title sponsor of this morning show. Uh, Man, do they, they're basically giving you $99. I don't want to say that, but use the promo code ATOZ100, a $1 money line wager to win $100 if the Grizz or Jazz hit a three-pointer. That's going to happen. Somebody's going to hit a three. And if you download that app, and we already, I already pulled up, I'm, I'm basically speaking directly to Devin K on YouTube, who asked, hey, I'm going to download the app today. There's free money, essentially, for you. Bet MGM right there. Download the app today. It is Sports here live on this show. All right, so the question is, who would you rather have a quarterback this season, Baker Mayfield or Lamar Jackson? Jacob says, give me the MVP. Greg says, Lamar. Stacey says, Lamar, he got the speed if he can't find somebody to throw. Uh, Brandon says Jackson, he would dominate with the Browns. Um, so uh, look, I'm just there, there are actually a decent amount of Baker Mayfield answers. Decent is very friendly. For there were more say. than I was expecting, so I'm just but not a decent. Okay, well, I just started reading comments, Zach. So give me Trey says, base off scheme, Baker. Josh says, Baker can run, not like Lamar, but can still run. Patrick says, Baker's a better passer. Jeff says, honestly, Baker Mayfield. Uh, Caleb says Baker is a better thrower of the football, so he's going Baker. Uh, Trey says Baker, he would do way better with way uh, with the way this offense works. Uh, Lamar, 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 Austin, you're crazy, LOL. So uh, I honestly feel like Lamar Jackson, like I, I don't see the next level in Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson deserved to be the MVP two regular seasons ago. 
He was so much fun to watch. He was phenomenal, and he helped the Ravens get to the uh, having a home playoff game and a bye. I just think Lamar Jackson is closer to his finished product than Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield has gone through his ups and downs with the Browns over the first few years of his career, right? How about this? There are only two quarterbacks in NFL history in their first three seasons to throw for 11,000 yards, 75 or more touchdowns, and have a passer rating over 89. Only two quarterbacks in their first three years, over 11,000 yards passing, 75 or more touchdown passes, and a QB rating of over 89. Those two quarterbacks are Dan Marino and Baker Mayfield. Now, that, that's it, That's kind of crazy. Like, Pat Mahomes sat out his whole first year, so that's why he's not in this. But Baker Mayfield has been productive. He is an easy target to make fun of because of the issues that he finds himself in. Because he's cocky, because he's arrogant, he brings attention among himself. But I honestly feel like moving forward, I like the trajectory of Baker Mayfield more than Lamar Jackson. The reason why I think the Ravens should not trade for Julio Jones is because Lamar Jackson can't throw outside the numbers. Julio Jones is an outside-the-numbers-down-the-field type of guy. Lamar Jackson struggles, like Mariota did, to throw outside the center of the field. He's not accurate. He is a great uh, improviser, and he can still be very good and very effective. But we've seen now in his playoff games, while limited, he was not very good throwing the football against the Titans. He beat the Titans with his legs, and they won that game. He deserves the credit for the Titans losing that game in the playoffs. But the next week against the Bills, shut down. The year well, before, he got hurt. He got hurt. Yeah, Nobody know, remembers that, but he did get hurt. He got hurt, but they only had like three points by that time anyway, and it was like the third quarter. They were struggling offensively. That would have been a different, uh, a different game in There's general. No doubt, though. but the fact is the Bills' defense was forcing him to struggle. The Chargers, in his first ever playoff game, wrote the book on how to beat Lamar Jackson. You have to have the personnel to pull it off, but they wrote the book on how to do it, and that's by playing seven DBs and suffocating them. The Titans did it the next year in the playoffs and suffocated him in the turnovers and bad decisions. So Lamar Jackson, I think, is closer to his ceiling than Baker Mayfield, which is why I think I would take Baker Mayfield now moving forward. Okay, so I disagree. I go Lamar Jackson and simply put, like, I don't disagree with the things that you said. I think Baker does have, uh, he has a lot of players around him that help him, right? Lamar Jackson doesn't have the running game that that Baker Mayfield does. He just doesn't, right? And that's not Baker Mayfield's about? fault. The Ravens, he utilizes the Ravens that. running game is incredible. But that is because of Lamar Jackson. That what I'm saying is Baker Mayfield benefits off of the running backs behind him and that threat. And that helps him as a quarterback open up passing lanes because they're trying to defend the run. Here's simply why I think Lamar Jackson, I would have him more than Baker Mayfield. Lamar Jackson, you are correct. He is not the best downfield thrower, but he doesn't make those mistakes that Baker Mayfield makes. And so I would rather have maybe the inadequacies of a long throw or a deep passer than the mistakes made by forcing things like Baker Mayfield. The improv, we all know, it's Lamar Jackson. He can turn 
water into wine on some plays. Baker Mayfield tries to turn water into wine, but he comes up with grape juice. And that is in the other hands of the uh, of the team. So I, I think that's where I settle at. I think Baker, he's got a good cast around him. That is attributed to the Browns picking bad, you know, uh, and over the last couple of years mm-hmm. at quarterback. But now they've kind of gotten their 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 stars have aligned right. where their picks are starting to work out. And Baker Mayfield is a big part of that. Whoa. I just think Lamar Jackson has proved that he is a better football player I, than I Baker Mayfield. I don't think so. I think Lamar, I think the Ravens have well, done he it. Has. He has proved that. He has an MVP. Okay. He's proved that. All right, all right. So I think the Ravens have done a really good job at trying to maximize Lamar Jackson. The Browns ruined the first two years of Baker Mayfield's career with Hugh Jackson and uh, what's his face? Freddie Kitchens, right? Like, so Freddie Kitchens was an absolute disaster of a coach for the Browns, as was Hugh Jackson. Now that they actually got a damn guy who knows what the hell he's doing in Kevin Stefanski, they're, they're not bad. Like their offense, like you look at the, because you brought up mistakes for Baker Mayfield. Oh my gosh. His rookie year, he threw 14 picks. The next year with Freddie Kitchens, he threw 21 interceptions. That was awful. But last year, when he actually got a competent coach, he only threw eight compared to 26 touchdowns. So that's why I think the way Baker is 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 trajecting, I like that more than Lamar. People, they always say running quarterbacks don't have a long shelf life in this league because you have to be able to win throwing from the pocket. And Lamar Jackson has taken advantage of the first three years of his career of catching the NFL off guard. And now they're going to start to catch up to him. And now Lamar Jackson has to develop his mid-range jump shot compared to just going to the rack every time. Well, And, they, and they've helped him practice that mid-range jump shot by drafting your boy, Rashad Bateman well, and, and I, giving and what, him better players and around what, him. And, and they've been doing that. They tried to go get him a track team around him to help him, and it didn't work. They've tried now. Like I like Rashad Bateman, and if you remember on our draft show that night when Bateman went to the Ravens, I said, "Ah, I feel bad for the guy." Like I, I think that's a that sucks if you're a wide receiver to go pick to play for but the. Ravens. They have to draft guys early and high because free agents, big time free aren't agents, gonna go there. aren't going to go there. That's right because Lamar Jackson is greater than them. So he makes Don- more plays. He touches yeah. the ball more. He's more dynamic. He's all of these things that Baker Mayfield is not. And I just think, um, I just think I like the ceiling of Baker Mayfield compared to the ceiling of Lamar Jackson. That's just that's just how I feel about it. Like, I, well, the best Lamar- part is they're in the same division. I I disagree. I'm not like rooting for Lamar Jackson or rooting against Baker Mayfield. I could care less about oh, that. Well, we're gonna monitor it now. Like, we're gonna see how they go. Right. Yeah, and I I think. I don't think that the league has figured out Lamar Jackson. I think they've started. To. You can't say that. I mean, last year told you that they hadn't. He's a thousand yard rusher, Austin. Uh, that's so fine. They, that, they, that's all you need to know. They're okay with like, he's not going to beat you throwing the football, which is what has to happen in the playoffs to get he, to the ultimate goal. He beat the Titans. Yeah. And the Titans had their worst offensive output since week one. Like they, they beat him. He beat him. Nobody, I, no one cares. I, I understand. And I said that earlier in the, earlier in this conversation, I said that he beat the Titans with his legs and he deserves that win. The Titans also made a ton of mistakes in that game as well. 
but Lamar Jackson made a couple really nice plays against the Titans, and that was enough to win that game. But Lamar Jackson, I think, is more limited than Baker Mayfield. What do you think about this question? Greg says, then you're saying Baker will be an MVP That's uh, because that's Lamar's ceiling. No, I, not necessarily. I'm so not then saying, he's less then. I, I don't care about MVP awards. Like, like, like Lamar Jackson was the most valuable player for that season two years ago. And that's fine. Like, he deserves to win that. But I'm trying to win a Super Bowl. I don't think Lamar Jackson can win a Super Bowl. I think Baker Mayfield is not likely to win a Super Bowl, but I think he's more likely to win a Super Bowl than Lamar Jackson. I just think teams that win Super Bowls have a similar setup of their quarterback play. A guy who can throw and be effective and accurate from the pocket. Lamar Jackson has not showed the ability to grow in that area. And uh, on, on Twitch, Sawyer brings up, I, I do think that Lamar Jackson has gotten better throwing the football, but I don't think he's going to turn this massive quarter our corner, excuse me, to be like, wow, Lamar J Jackson is an unbelievable passer. I think That's just his, not probably going to arm, happen. I think his arm talent is limited. His overall athletic talent and ability is out of this world. But his arm talent, which is the most important aspect for an NFL quarterback, is limited. And I think that Baker Mayfield's decision-making is flawed. Sure, so, but you, but it's easier to improve decision-making than it is arm talent. I disagree. Uh, <laughs> not when you're Baker Mayfield. Who has improved their arm talent? You can improve decision-making by coaching and time. He I, did that this past year. What I are you think decision-making is decision-making. And I think Biker Mayfield's always going to want to do more than he actually can. And Lamar Jackson, when he does more than he actually can, he usually turns into a 48-yard touchdown scamper. Uh, Baker Hobbs, Mayfield usually turns into a pick. Uh, Lee Hobbs says Lamar arm is underrated. I'm not talking about his arm strength. I'm not talking about how far he can throw football because I don't care how far the ball can go. Maybe he's saying inactive. arm within throwing. I, I don't think – I think he's got a very active live arm, but the talent of – like Patrick Mahomes has unprecedented arm talent. Not because how far he can throw it, but how he gets it where it needs to go. Like, I think Baker Mayfield has really good arm talent. He might not be able to have a strong of an arm as Lamar Jackson, but his arm talent is more defined. And Titans for Life brings up, which I think is an anomaly, which is Josh Allen's improvement on arm talent and footwork. Josh Allen has taken a step that not many quarterbacks have been able to take in the history of football. And that is to come out as a questionable passer and have, I mean, Josh Allen was overthrowing guys like it was his job in his first year, first year and a half. And something made the switch. And that was coaching. I do think that that in, in, involves coaching that. in Stephon Diggs. Right? And better, yes. They gave him a better weapon that could go up and – and he got a better defense, a lot of things, right? Like that that's why he was a winner. But that that's a very unique situation, Josh Allen. Yes, and that doesn't happen often. Like rarely does the Blaine Gabbert come in and get more accurate from college. Jake Locker doesn't come in and get more accurate from college. But you know what helps? When you're in te your your team improves. Yes. Right. And and when you set up the offense to give you, you know, layups. Like if you're gonna shoot mid-range jumpers. All the time, you're going to have a less percentage. Than that's what the Ravens are trying to do, and that's what the Browns are trying to do. Yeah. So we'll see how it works out. All right, A to Z Sports here live. We've got lots of shade. Uh, we are loaded. I don't know why we're loaded with shade, but we are loaded with shade. So throwing shade to wrap up this Wednesday show. I know Zach's got 
uh, multiple shade. I've got some shade that happened to me on Sunday. Uh, but first, Zach, tell everybody about our friends over at Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to get your next ride. It is this simple. It's easy. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. You can get the Sonata, the Santa Fe, the Palisade, that full-size SUV. Talk about dynamic like Lamar Jackson. It will get you from point A to point B exactly how you want to get there. That is the Hyundai Palisade. They have them in stock with 2021 full-size SUV with third-row seating and bucket seats. That's Wilson County Hyundai at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. It is eSports, our morning show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Today only, check this out, today only, download the app and sign up using the code ATOZ100. You make a $1 Moneyline wager on the Grizz or Jazz, and you're going to win 100 bucks if either of those teams hits a single three-point shot. That's going to happen. So you're going to get 100 bucks if you download the app, make a $1 Moneyline wager, Wager on the Grizz or Jazz tonight. You get 100 bucks when a three-pointer is made in that game. That's code ATOZ100. Bet MGM, the king of sportsbooks. So, Zach, I will let you get going with your shade. Yes. My shade is encompassed in a video. And this is happening very often now that the pandemic is starting to tone down, uh, I would say, to describe it. But... Here's a clip I saw on Barstool Sports that I wanted to bring to to the table. This is a minor league baseball game, it appears. My shade is on the guy in the black t-shirt. Here's Blake Hasselbrock's first pitch to Nash, and it's up and in, hits Nash in the front shoulder. Now a fan has come onto the field. Running at Hasselbrock. And now the Midland dugout clears as a fan has run out from the hooks dugout. The entire Midland bench has cleared the bullpen coming out as well. And uh, meanwhile, now the hooks bench coming out as well. And the fan will be escorted off the field towards the left side. Uh, Now a Corpus Christi police officer has arrived on the field as well as after Telvin Nash was hit by a pitch, a fan came running out of the stands, charged at Hassebrock on the mound. That fan will be arrested for sure. Yes. My shade is on that Bush League jabroni that thought that he could come from the stands to fight the pitcher because the pitcher hit the batter. Like, bro, look in the mirror. I was kind of upset that a security guard didn't crack that guy's back or skull right into the mound trying to attack a player. So this goes to my overall shade in general, as I preface at the beginning of the show, Austin which is something in America that needs to change. Fans going after players and athletes, whether it's throwing water on them or popcorn or running onto the court or running onto the field, it's not funny, okay? Like, it is not funny. We're thankful that we're able to be back into these stadiums and arenas and and fields, and you are now taking advantage of that in the worst way. 
you're making fans and lovers of sports look bad. And so that Metallica-ridden jabroni that wanted to go out there and crack some skulls, that guy needs to be arrested, and it needs to be a harsher punishment. That is my shade. Like, that was the most, like, cordial fan on the field experience I've ever watched. Right, and but I hated how the coach was kind of shuffling him off in the crowd. He was like, ah, look, man, I, yeah. You're a loser, bro. Yeah, uh, Stacy says that guy wasn't thinking straight. Now, that looked like $2 beer night at the minor league stadium by how that guy was walking around. He definitely was uh, pretty sloshed, it seemed like. But I, I don't. I don't understand why this is starting to happen again. Like, I guess it started with the Super Bowl, right? Like the, the Super Bowl was the first big event where fans were really back back. And then some dude went on the field because he had the bet on a sports book about a streaker, uh, and which he tried to win. Uh, and then now all of a sudden you've got all these fans doing weird stuff in the NBA. And then that, I don't even know what to think about that. It is eSports here throwing shade on this Wednesday uh, my shade, Zach, I've got two shades. I'll stick with the fan side of things before we get deeper into my shade that happened to me on Sunday. I listened to like a couple segments of Buck's show on the zone yesterday. And a lot of you guys watching the show probably listen to Buck on primetime with the zone because you're Titans fans. But I, I heard three Titans fans in a row that called into Buck's show. They just have no idea what the hell's going on. Like it was all about like the Julio Jones stuff, right? One guy called in and said the Titans should go sign Julio Jones because it'll help them with a uh, future free agents as a landing position. Like the amount of people that don't understand that Julio Jones is not going to be signed by anybody, it's a trade, blows my mind. Then another guy sounded like he woke up from a hibernation from January, called in and said, oh, why are the Titans trying to get another wide receiver when they need to fix the defense that was so bad last year? What did they do throughout the entire months of March and April about fixing the defense? You've got seven new starters on your defense compared to last year. Like, where have you been? Like, they cut and let the offense walk in order to fix the defense. And then the third guy basically just said, you know, he said trading for Julio Jones, he did get that right, would help prove that Ryan Tannehill is either your franchise quarterback or not. Like, bro, we've answered that question. Ryan Tannehill is the franchise quarterback. I don't know where you've missed the fact that the Titans believe in Ryan Tannehill by the $118 million they gave him last March. Like, It was just like, what are people doing? Like, do you know or follow anything? It just drove me insane. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think the the last comment, the first two were worse than, worse than the last comment. The last comment may have been the justification of another contract, which maybe that does That's help. not what he was saying. <laughs> and, yeah, right, I don't want to put words in the guy. I don't want to put more intelligent words in this guy's mouth, right? But uh, – yeah, I, if you call in or, or comment, I mean, at least kind of bring something to the table. That's the standard that we we try to uphold. And I know Buck, I mean, we taught Buck, so I, I think he upholds that as well. <laughs> but it just blew my mind. All right, throwing shade. <clears throat> you have another shade, don't you? Yeah, mine's an easy closer. Yeah, okay. My shade is, is simple on C.J. McCollum. You ruined Dame time, double Dame time last night, where he 
bled his heart and soul to try to get the Trailblazers to win that game against the Nuggets. It was on NBA TV. I don't know how many people saw it, but I watched, I mean, pretty much every second from the fourth quarter on, and it was riveting because the Lakers were laying an egg. But C.J. McCollum steps out of bounds to not give Dame a chance to win or tie the game for a third time. And it and I like C.J. McCollum as a guy, but shade on that entire scenario. That was NBA basketball playoff magic by Damian Lillard. Was that was something that – that's a game I will never forget. It's one of those. Yeah, especially because I uh, I took on uh, BetMGM Dame to score forty or more for like plus three fifty, <laughs> and he hit that that the last shot of the fourth quarter to send it to OT, OT gave him thirty eight, and I was like, all I need is a bucket in OT, and I hit that bet. He ended up scoring seventeen more points over the next two overtime periods to be just absolutely insane uh, right there. A to Z Sports here live on this Wednesday. Uh, I do have one more shade to get to, Zach. But first, let me tell you guys all about Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com. The professional landlords in the area, RentersWarehouse.com is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for. There's so many ways you can use them to benefit you, create extra cash flows for your family, to have, find a, a home to rent out for your son or daughter at RentersWarehouse.com. Check them out. They do all the work for you and make it easy on you at RentersWarehouse.com. All right, wrap up the shade for us. Yeah, Zach. So uh, Sunday for uh, Memorial Day weekend, my wife met another couple. We were going to go canoeing out on the Harpeth. And so we set a 1.30 reservation to go get two canoes on the Harpeth at Music City Canoe. Or Canoe Music City is their name, right? You've, I'm sure you've heard of them. We get there at 1.40, checked in and all. And we sit there and wait, Zach, for two hours to get a canoe two hours we Did were you reserve the canoe we call i called the day before to reserve the two canoes for 1 30 and they said that's fine just show up after 12 30 we'll be okay so they and, didn't reserve them for you so um i'll get to it so they when we signed up they said here's your parking thing go put it in your car stand over there and they'll call you when you're ready to be getting loaded up to go out to the river that was at 145 we did not get on the river until 3.45. They also told us that you have to be off the river by 6, and it takes two hours to float the five miles. So now we can't even, like, enjoy ourselves. And so why did this happen? Well, everybody who had the reservations in the 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock hour said, it's too cold. We want to show up at noon. And so they all showed up at noon, and Canoe Music City Instead of doing the right thing and saying, sorry, you're late, your canoe is taken, they said, we need the money, and they accepted everybody, and they just had a backlog of canoes where we and dozens of other people had two-hour waits for our canoe on Sunday. Bad business. Awful business. Canoe Music City, it's your fault. There's no way you should allow that to happen. You should understand where the line is and also shade on the people who's decided to say it's too cold. I'm going to show up four hours late. Like it doesn't matter. Like it won't affect anything. So shade on everybody that had us and other people waiting two hours for a damn canoe. 
So that hits home to me because over the weekend when I went to Asheville, we had set up a tubing trip on Sunday, set to go at 1 p.m. Well, that cold front was a little bit delayed from Nashville, and it pushed through. It was too cold. We called and canceled. Hey, how about that? Ate the money. And because it, maybe I, I didn't necessarily care about the other tubers, but I wasn't going to show up three hours late to an appointment that was at one o'clock. Yeah, ridiculous. And so some, uh, Greg says, "Go, nope, go get a drink." Like, like they if they would have said the hour, the wait is about an hour or something, that's fine. But there's zero communication. Like it was like stand over there, wait. They'll call your name. You'll get loaded up. And like an hour and a half later, we're like, "Wait a second, what's going on here?" People started to ask, and people started to get pissed. They they felt it. They felt the heat. Not from the sun, but from everybody there waiting for two hours. And it's not like you can you waiting like in a nice tropical cabana with a full stock bar. Like no. you're you're sitting there in the 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 slums by the river. Yeah, it, we're waiting. in Pegram, Tennessee, and <laughs> Kelkin says those places are also poorly run. At one point, I said pretty loud, "What's the system here?" <laughs> like I just, there is no like, system. Very, like like what is the system? Because there wasn't one. but The it, same guys that run those type of operations run beach chair rentals on the Gulf. And how do I know that? It's because I used to be a cabana boy right out of college. And screw you, Ted. Ted's the owner of, I won't say the name, but of a beach chair company. That, that, that was the worst boss ever. I hope that guy, I, I'm not going to wish bad things upon him, but I don't wish good things upon that guy. That was, he was an SOB and didn't know how to run a business. He was all for himself. And I, I don't want to paint a broad brush to all those, but it's very similar to how the canoe business is run because it's a lot of cash. It's a lot of, hey, man, we're going point A to point B. It's a service, but you hate to see that because that, that probably ruined your day. Oh, I mean, we made the most out of it because we had fun with who we were with. And so we had a cooler of drinks, but we didn't want to drink it before we got on the river. Like, so we just didn't touch anything and just sat there. So, so Canoe Music City, Canoe Music City. I will be going to Foggy Bottom or Tip a Canoe in the future, not to Canoe Music City for your bad decision making. That is our show today. We will see you guys on Thursday morning. Who knows what might happen in the Julio sweepstakes? over the next 23 hours, but we will see you guys tomorrow. Have a great Wednesday. Check you later. Adios.